Welcome to the Business, Wealth and Mindset Podcast. Your space for real motivational interviews and cutting-edge business content to inspire your positive mental attitude. And now, your host, Alex Sopala. But the fact that you're here today, it is testament that you're willing to discuss and talk about these issues with me today. Does, that, uh, does everyone agree? Give me a yes or yes? Yes. yes. Excellent. So, in order to develop these uh, concepts uh, and, and understand and lead up to these, uh, uh, answer, these questions, to answer these questions, I need to develop a number of concepts with you. The first concept is the understanding of the separation of tasks. So, separation of tasks. Now, by show of hands, show me your hand if you've got kids, young kids. Do you agree that if you ask a young kid to go and make their bed, they will either probably make the bed or not? Show me a hand if you're married. Any married people in here? Ask the partner, the husband or the wife to go and put up the bills. Do you agree that sometimes they will put them out, sometimes they will not? <laughs> Progressive here. They'll put up this great event. People, all of you, you've turned up. Some people haven't turned up. What does that mean? Anything that is not your control, anything that you cannot control is not your task. So it is not the task of progressive to actually get people here because it is the task of each one of the individual new people here. And the source of all emotions is all these interpersonal relationships. So if you ask a child to go and make their bed and they don't make it, we feel all this emotion, you know, maybe they're challenging our control. But in the first place, it's not your task. It is the task of the child. So it is an important concept to understand separation of tasks so that you can begin to understand that you need to control those emotions because anything that you cannot control is not your task. Does that make sense, everyone? Give me a yes or yes. 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 Excellent. The second point to understand, the second concept, is that of self-acceptance. Now, have you or anyone here um, seen or been or seen on TV or somewhere someone who has tried to change themselves in one in some shape or form? So someone who is red, they try to make themselves blue. Or someone who is white, try to make themselves black or the other way around. In most cases, it doesn't end really well. It is important to accept yourself for who you are because you are a unique individual. There's over 7 billion people in the world and each one is unique in their own specific uh, being. So you need to accept yourself for who you are because when you accept yourself for who you are, you begin to embrace your own capabilities and the things that you can do, things that you are capable of. So that is an important person to understand that you need to accept yourself for who you are because you cannot change yourself. Does that make sense? Give me a yes or yes? Yes. yes. The next concept to understand is the confidence in others. So confidence in others. Have you been to 
an event or heard of an event that uh, someone was inviting you to, and you knew of the person who was going to be speaking, or maybe there's a comedy event and it's comedy, and you thought to yourself, ah, that person is S-H-I-T. <laughs> <laughs> and when you turn up to events with uh, prejudged or judgments of the people that you're going to listen to or meet, without confidence in them, you undermine the message that you are going to get from that. Because in most cases, those people could actually turn up with their, on their best day with the best content and best information. But because you turn up without confidence in people, you don't treat them as your comrades, you miss out on the best content and the best information that they could be sharing with you. So it is important wherever you turn up to turn up with that confidence in others that they are going to deliver the best that they can and you are going to get the maximum benefit from them from what they're going to deliver on the day. So confidence in others is key. Even if they are kids, it doesn't matter what age they are. So confidence in others is very important in developing these concepts as well. The next concept is contribution to others. So contribution to others is actually what gives us the freedom to actually say that it's okay to be here. And contribution in others actually comes in three different ways. Now, how many of you during these COVID times or at any other time, just by show of hands, have done something to someone and you felt really good about it? Let's uh, take, for example, Sharon. Sorry, what's your name? Sharon. Oh, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. What is it that you've done with that? I know, to anyone or with anyone? I help lots of people. I, I share poetry and I give them inspiration and I enable them to take action and make decisions even if it's no. Thank you, Sharon. So that is contribution to others through action. So you're physically doing something for people. So that is one of the ways that we contribute to others through the actions that we, we are actually doing. Uh, has anyone here got any relative or family friend or anyone who is uh, either disabled or incapacitated in any way that they can't do anything? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what's your name? Jason. Hi, Hi Jason. Jason. What, uh, what is it that, uh, for whom do you have? Uh, I have a brother um, and he is in a wheelchair, paralyzed from the chest down. Uh, from a motorbike accident he had in 2013. Yeah. Uh, do you wish that he was dead? What now? Or at times? No. <laughs> uh, no, not actually, not through a narcissistic way, but I think for his own benefit, it would yeah. probably be better off if he wasn't here because yeah. he's suffering. Yeah. But do you get some sense of good feeling just from him, from just being here? No. No? Sorry, that's probably not the answer you wanted, is it? But no, it's not. <laughs> no, but this is, for some of you who have people who are incapacitated, maybe it's your mom or someone, in most cases, we don't actually feel that they were not here because contribution to others is not only through the actions, but for people as well, for just being here. You get people who are incapacitated. I've got a, a family friend uh, who's a close friend of my wife, who actually had a uh, disabled uh, child who, uh, from birth, uh, been in a wheelchair. But every time that we go to, to, to them, we actually, you know, 
you have these smiles about, you know, this uh, person is there and it's their being and it's life and you feel for that. And people contribute to others, not through just the actions, but also from being. It is another way of uh, contributing as well. And the third way is, even for those people who have passed, uh, for some of you who may have uh, got relatives who have passed, either uh, family, friends or relatives, sometimes you get to feel a sense of uh, either their soul or something that actually touches you and helps you in terms of uh, uh, contributing to what you're doing in your life now and going forward. Does it, can anyone relate to that? By show of hands. Can I show of hands? Yeah, so these are, those are the three ways that people contribute to society and make ourselves feel the freedom that it's okay to be here, either through the actions or just by being, just the presence of people, even though they can't actually do anything, but the presence. And also those who have passed, you actually get to feel their spirit and their soul, and that can actually help us to actually move forward as well. Does that make sense? Give me a yes or yes? Yes. yes. So then, now, oh, this big important question, what is life but a journey and not a destination? And it is all a dance and all the small steps of a dance. It is all in doors and not a straight line. What is life? Life is but a journey. How many, uh, anyone here who has run uh, the London Marathon or did any big event such as the Three Peaks or anything? That is quite a, a, a big feat. What did you do? So what's I your name? Hope. Oh, I've done the three peaks and I've done the London Marathon. Well done. So when you are doing the London Marathon, what was it, uh, you know, in the days leading up to the Marathon, what, what was involved in the whole uh, hype? <laughs> was there a lot of training, a lot of fundraising, a lot of things? Uh, yeah, the build-up to it was a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of training, and then a the few days before, you tail the training off and you start the training. Yeah. So, if on the day of the London Marathon, if you had, let's say, sprained your ankle, broken your leg in a way that you couldn't do the marathon, would you have considered that a failure? Yes. But wouldn't you have thought that you've actually enjoyed the journey of building, leading up? To it? <coughs> Uh, I enjoyed the journey, but there had to be an outcome, and the outcome was running the, was, was the, running the day. So I would have been pleased with the effort for charity yeah. and the money that was raised for charity. But. Exactly. So that is all part of the journey. How about when you did the three picks? What was it for? Because you could have just taken a helicopter, went on the three picks, five minutes, and went and came on. You could achieve the goal. Why did you have to put yourself through the pain and the journey? It was actually for a stag do. <laughs> yeah. But it was a good achievement. Yeah. Really good achievement. Absolutely. Yeah. But the point is, everything is in the journey. So don't get bogged down into the destination. You have to enjoy the moments yeah. and the journey, how you're actually going through The memories of life. Yes, yeah. absolutely. The memories. So it's not just the destination. If you focus on the destination, you miss out on the moments and the key moments of uh, actually enjoying the whole journey. I remember going to Cambodia in 2015 and uh, having gone through all this training and meeting the people that we are going to uh, go with and making relationships. And one of the ladies there on the day, the first day, sprained her ankle and she couldn't actually do the whole event. So she had to be carried on a, uh, a donkey and these mopeds for the rest of the time to do the journey. But when she was asked, 
how she felt. She still recalled the whole journey of actually uh, getting to uh, make these new relationships, going to a new country, and also meeting people. So it wasn't just the destination of doing the 100 miles or the 100 kilometers of walking, but the whole journey as well. So now to lead up to this whole big important question of what is the meaning of life? So before I do the big reveal of what is the meaning of life, just two volunteers. Does anyone here, just by show of hands, love what they do? Tony, what is it that you do? Bioresonance. Bioresonance, and you absolutely love it, yeah? Yeah. Anyone else? Is it Charlie? What's your name? Charlie. 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 What is it that you do? Property. Property, okay. So why don't you do bioresonance? <laughs> Antonio, why did you do property? Uh, I did start off doing that, but then found that my interest was more in bioresonance. Okay, great. Now, <coughs> ladies and gentlemen, the big reveal. So, can we have uh, a drum roll and a count? There is no meaning to life. I can see all the excitement in your face. <laughs> oh, that big important question has now been answered. Except that we each bless on it. Tony here, his meaning of life is in the bioresonance of the stuff that he does. Uh, Charlie here is uh, how meaning of life is in the proper and everything else that he does. The likes of uh, Boris Johnson and all those public figures, <laughs> their meaning of life is in the public service and the things that they do. Tim Peake and all those scientists, their meaning of life is in the, those big adventures of answering those big questions. You've got scientists, you've got teachers, you've got engineers. The meaning of life is individual, it's different to each one of us. Yeah. So by the time you separate your task and understand that anything that you cannot control is not your task. By the time you accept yourself for who you are, you have confidence in others and you contribute to others, you begin to develop and understand what the meaning of life for you is. Because imagine if all of us were doing bioresonance, who is going to do property? <laughs> so the world will be not such a, a, a great place but what makes the world go around is the contribution of each one of us the values that each of one of us bring into uh, the world and the meaning of life that each one of us places on the world and that is what makes the world go around does that make sense everyone give me a yes or yes yes, yes.